Good evening and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Grimlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts and spoopies. Happy spookies! Spoopies podcasts. Okay, guys, so... <laughs> Sorry if I just spit all over you. No, you didn't. You're fine. So tonight we are discussing the Jersey Devil, which we have not talked about yet. I was surprised. I didn't even I know. was surprised we hadn't either. I was like, have we? No. We have not. That is cryptid. We have not I think talked about. We, we did in passing, but we didn't do a full episode of it. Right. And it's one that is still relevant today. Yes. It's one that has even had, you know sightings as recent as a couple of years ago so it's, it's pretty recent just just as relevant today as it was you know when the first sightings originated but uh yeah i don't know i mean we'll we'll share we'll share our opinions on how on how we feel if we think the jersey devil's real or not but of course before we get to our new episode we must talk about calm your buddy down yeah Speaking of Nick Jonas, he just got a new album that came out, and I listened to some of the songs, and it sounds like everything I've ever heard on the radio ever. That's annoying. That's so annoying. His last album was way better, like his Nick Jonas Times 2 album. That yeah. was a good album. This one, I'm like, the fuck? I, I can't. I'm starting to get old with music, especially with my, you know, I'll pay for XM satellite radio. I don't give a shit. That's why I, like I have my, my pants set. And my Spotify. I have my set. Well, and Spotify, because I have my. Unless I have certain songs I want to hear, I go straight to Spotify. But if I'm in the mood for a certain genre, I go straight to. Oh, I know what channel. Bam! There's XM Radio. Like, no commercials, no nothing. You're good to go. So, anyway, guys, if uh, you've been taking a look on the social media. Uh, pages. We have lavender chamomile bath bombs now. Y'all, I'm so and um, excited. I'm sorry. I can't stop burping. There's a lot going on. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. There's a whole lot of something going on. It happens. It happens. That's what I, you know, it's pizza. We had pizza, guys. Sorry if anybody We had pizza, guys. We did start... not eat the pizza, no. guys. We had pizza, <laughs> comma, Guys. <laughs> Abbreviation matters. Sorry to anybody out there that's, that was really uh, funny. that's uh, hungry. I'm like, man, now I want pizza. Um, Yep. The uh, lavender chamomile bath bombs I'm really proud of. Really happy about. Um, there's also some other scents I have in mind that are going to be coming soon. So grab those up as soon as you can. Um, there's also going to be some announcements coming. So uh, I'll, of course, keep posting those on the social medias and, you know, make another announcements next week on the podcast. Um, otherwise, uh, grab the bath bombs on the Etsy page. As always, calm your body down. Um, and everything is made to order. So everybody just keep in mind because... Um, you know, I don't like to have any products sit, so as soon as you order, just at least give uh, one to two days to process before shipping out, and now we shouldn't have any problems with shipping, so we're good there. Um, and that's it. Thanks, guys. Come your buddy down. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
So guys, before we get into episode two, I wanted to let you guys know, some of you already know that I stream on the side. Um, I am officially a, a Twitch affiliate now. And I am going to have a friend of mine help me over the weekend set up my account to where you guys can use my emotes. You can subscribe and get all the emotes. You can subscribe and hang out with me while I stream. And I am so fucking excited about this. I've been wanting to do this for eight years. So I'm beyond, like when I got the email yesterday from Twitch, I, I woke up to it and I threw my phone. So... Um, <laughs> needless to say, I'm very excited, and I want to give a huge shout out to Lou, Lou Pugh and Wookie from, who help on Behind the Screams, also Ian. Um, you guys have been such a big help, you've been a big inspiration, you guys have really helped guide me through this whole thing, because, I mean, I knew what I was doing, but I also didn't know what I was doing, and you guys have been a big help, so I wanted to thank you guys for that, so... Make sure to catch my stream on Monday night when I do the finale of Layers of Fear. So, I just had to throw that out there because I'm really fucking excited. Um, Behind the Screams is just a great podcast anyway. Yes. Absolutely, period. Now, I mean, I've always wanted to go to Scotland, but now I even have more of a reason to go to Scotland. I mean, I'm... I, I want to hang out with these guys. I'm behind. I'm sorry, guys. Are I, you... I'm... Behind the Screams? Oh, my God. I knew it was coming. I like <laughs> walked and slammed my face into the door on that one. Like, I love that you kept trying like, to talk. To I you felt you it. You were like, oh my God, she's going to do it. She's going to do it. I was like, I felt it. I'm going to slam right into the fucking door. No, but um, obviously, you know, you can go back and listen to whenever but um i love you guys they, the podcast is great i really do i really enjoy listening to it and if you guys haven't listened uh check know. out their twitch page too if you enjoy my streaming go watch lulu pew scream go watch wookie scream go watch ian scream scream stream go watch them scream <laughs> stream on behind no screaming. the screams good lord uh, they're all really awesome i know ian's been streaming um alien Annihilation right now which are why do I keep saying alien annihilation? Isolation. <laughs> it's like I want to put the word annihilation in instead of isolation, and I'm like, alien annihilation. Like, no, that's not it. But yeah, it's it's really cool. If you guys enjoy video games, especially horror video games, check them out. Check me out, because I've been doing a bunch of horror games, but I also revolve the door and do like Life is Strange right now and don't do completely horror, so. And I don't know if I've prefaced uh, this before. I don't game. She does not. No, I do not. She knows nothing. She's she's the Jon Snow in the video game era. I literally found out three months ago what the fuck Discord was. So, yeah. I. You guys that know Discord, I'm going to tell a little story because you're so cute. Oh, what happened today? So... Where I was like, I don't know I was what asking the fuck. Her... <laughs> I was asking like... her if she knew what Discord server a certain thing was on. I won't say it, you know, for stuff. But um, she goes, well, I'm sure it's just under the name. And I was like, oh, honey. I literally have no idea how Discord is. And before anybody out there wants to email and tell me how, save your fucking breath. Because um, I, I don't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> I just thought it was so cute. She was trying so hard to help me out with something. And I appreciated her help. I was like, but unfortunately, that's just not how Discord. I wish that's how Discord works, but it's not. You got to have the exact server number to be able to join it so 
But anyway, it was cute, and I appreciate you so much. I love you. I See, tried. The, the age gap sometimes will just... I tried, but no. Well, I don't even think it's so much age gap. It's just because I don't game. That's true. Well, I, I just, grew up with it. And, you and I would do. have no reason. Well, rip me what the hell Discord was. But I'm saying, like, you either. didn't grow up with video games like we did. I mean, I kind of did, but I kind of didn't. You were the Super Mario. It stopped. It stopped right about high school. Then I just was interested in other things. <laughs> uh, there, We were letting out air. <laughs> from a tire <laughs> just in case you guys wanted to I was know. like what the fuck that <laughs> like she's just talking and I'm like re- I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking and uh, Casper's over here letting out air on a bike tire so <laughs> the fuck the booger was obstructing <laughs> because the booger was obstructing the obstruction of justice okay do you know how <laughs> awful it is if you are laying there with your partner and you're one of the two of you is trying to sleep or and one of the two of you has a fucking booger and it starts whistling that's funny that has happened to both of us we're like one time it's been me and i'm like god damn it and then i gotta get up with my fucking nose then come back to bed and then one night it's been him you're like, you gotta go. Hey, um, you have a whistling booger. We call it a flapper. <laughs> People I, get I, all these like insights. I thought flapper. See, flapper, my brain goes somewhere else. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I was talking about a vagina. Oh, oh, that's not you. That's pity. Also talking about a penis for once in my life. Oh, okay, good. No, I was just like, Ew. I love it when you're always like, you know, for being a lesbian, you talk about dick a lot. <laughs> I do. Guys, look, she sees some phallic symbols. I do. And things where I'm like, did you just turn into a 13-year-old boy? Oh, my God. <laughs> my roommate sent me a picture of a table that looked really fucked up, and I said, that looks like a, I said, it looks like a table penis, and her response was, I don't know what kind of penises you've seen. <laughs> and I just laughed so hard because I was like. And I felt the same because I was like. That chick with all the equations. I'm like, like, I didn't. <laughs> okay. I'm You're like, I'm going to put it right up to the microphone so everyone with earbuds can hear. <laughs> Do you want to hear my boogers? <laughs> Would you like to hear my boogers? I love you guys. Anyway, so, um, oh, no, I should have said that was the Jersey Devil flapping its wings. That wouldn't have worked either. <laughs> Coming in for a landing. A new, a new shirt idea. Hashtag flapper. Coming in for a Oh, that's a whole, that takes on a whole nother meaning. Everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? Like, just, you know. So you guys, the Jersey whatever, Devil. Whatever you think it is. Yeah, the Jersey Devil. So guys, um, clearly he's in Jersey. You know, I have read, actually, I kind of wish I would have watched this movie before we did this podcast. There was a movie that Stephen Moyer, of all people, from True Blood fame, was in a couple, I think it was 2012, called The Barons. And it was about the Jersey Devil. I have heard it was about this movie. guy that moved back there and like something happened to him when he was a kid with the Jersey Devil. And it like comes back to get him and it's like attack him and his I've daughter. I've heard of that before. I was like, God damn. It's on Tubi. Man, I'll Tubi. tell you what. Tubi Look, shows up. Don't, don't Tubi sleep. Shows Let me tell y'all real quick. And I know we're about to segue into like we just... 
like we do with Discovery Plus. Tubi's <laughs> fucking free. So if y'all ain't jumped on that shit, I've got it on my phone and my TV. Like, goddamn. And the ads are not that bad. They're really not. And they let they give They're you that really chance not. to pee without having to pause it. Exactly. They're really not that bad. You know, no one knows that feeling anymore. When you have to hurry up and go to the bathroom and get back before the ads end. Exactly. You know? Exactly. We don't have to get up and fucking pause it. So yeah, Tubi's great. But yeah, I didn't get to watch that movie, but I did watch... There is a documentary on Discovery+. Plus. I really liked getting information about... So the Pine Barrens themselves in New Jersey is a... That whole area in itself just just looks crazy. It just looks kind of... It, it looks amazing and scary all at the same time. Like, like you look like you're either going to see a beautiful, like, fawn creature come out of the forest, mm-hmm. or you're going to fucking see Bigfoot. Like, mm-hmm. there's, it's, it's one or the other. Both. Exactly. And it stretches, um, pretty far. So it's most of South Jersey. Um, there's actually two other, uh, ecosystems very similar to that. One in Long Island and one in Massachusetts on the, it's called the Coastal Pine Barrens. But, um, yeah, it's literally just large amounts of pine trees and just a vast forest. And it takes up most of, uh, southern New Jersey. And it's just, it's huge. So, I think it's pretty well likely, I mean, we'll get into it, but honestly, if there's not, like, one central part of the Pine Barrens that the Jersey Devil is mostly seen in. I could see how possibly people would say, you know, it's kind of like with Bigfoot, if you think in terms in America where the majority of the sightings are in the Pacific Northwest, that is a huge area. Well, too, it's so dense that... That, too, the Pine Barrens are super dense. Yeah. Because it either gets too cold... Yep. Or, you know, you just... The wildlife, not yep. just wildlife you already know about. So it would make sense if there was something, it's kind of like the ocean. Obviously the ocean we're not going to know more about because it's a lot more dangerous to go to certain parts of the ocean than it is to go in the middle of dense ass forest. Right. But it is dangerous to go in the middle of the forest because you can legit get lost. You can, you know, you can die from being too cold. Uh, y'all watch a little documentary on YouTube called Missing 411. That fucked me up. It's, it's I easier did to not get lost realize, Oh my God. Let me tell you, it will fuck you up. The amount of people that just walk into the woods and are never seen again. Like what the fuck is this? And man? just here. I'm not even talking about around the world. I'm just saying in in the continental US. Yep. How many people go missing? It's it's on YouTube, Missing 411. You're welcome. It fucked it fucked me up. It legit scared me. And I love <laughs> her and I both love walking in the woods, but Oh my god, yeah. But that fucked me up. Cuz it's like where where is it? Is it aliens? Is it serial killers? Is it like what the fuck? All the above. What, there you go. That's what. That's exactly. I would prefer aliens. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I would much rather prefer. Even Travis Walton's story was not that bad compared to it being a fucking serial killer. I would much rather be aliens. 
I would much rather be aliens. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll read, um, I'll let you, if you want to read the origin part, I'll just get into this quick little, uh, quick little description of the Jersey Devil real quick. So again, like we said, it's mostly in southern New Jersey and the Pine Barrens area. The Jersey Devil, also known as the Leeds Devil, is a legendary creature um, that is often described as flying a flying biped with hooves. Biped meaning on two feet, by meaning two. But there are many variations. The common description is that of a bipedal kangaroo-like or wavern-like, if I'm pronouncing that white, right, wavern or weavern. White. Well, there's too many goddamn W's. <laughs> uh, wyvern or weavern. Uh, it's a legendary bipedal winged dragon. Um, so either the kangaroo or dragon-like creature uh, that has a horse or goat-like head, leathery bat-like wings, horns, small arms with clawed, clawed hands, legs with cloven hooves, and a forked tail. Fucked up. It has been reported to move quickly and is often described as emanating a high-pitched blood-curling scream. That makes me no, like a banshee. thank you. So the, the most famous picture of the Jersey Devil, if you guys go to the Wikipedia page, it's what we're going to be utilizing, um, came from the 1909 edition of the Philadelphia Bullet Bulletin. And uh, it was basically a handwritten description of someone who supposedly saw the Jersey Devil. And this has been the most famous, you know how there's like that the famous Loch Ness picture or famous Bigfoot picture. This has been like the most famous quote unquote Jersey Devil picture. It was also um, the one I posted on Monday. Right. Yeah. It's the one that most people are, are uh, familiar with. So this part of the legend that Casper is going to read is actually interesting and it gives... Um, credence to why it also has the uh nickname of the Leeds devil as well as the jersey devil so like Leeds as an l-e-e-d not l-e-a-d i not had a leads, joke and that my... leads you into the window <laughs> i had a joke but my brain was like joke nope and it left so i don't remember what it was anyway so according to popular folklore the jersey devil originated with a pine barrens resident named jane Leeds known as Mother Leeds, the, the legend states that Mother Leeds had 12 children and after finding she was pregnant for the 13th time, cursed the child in, in frustration, crying that the child would be the devil. Now, I just wanted to throw this in real quick. Apparently, at the time that she was pregnant with her 13 child, she was, I think from what I've heard, she was like 52, 53 years old. So she was also like, you know... Not not childbearing age anymore at all. So that that in itself was kind of kind of crazy. She should have been done with kids. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Yes. Uh, so in night in 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night while friends gathered around her. Born as a normal child, the thirteenth child changed to a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail, growling and screaming. It beat everyone with its tail before flying up the chimney and heading into the pines. In some versions of the tale, Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch and the child's father was the devil himself, Rosemary's baby. Yeah, and definitely had Rosemary's baby vibes for sure. Some versions um, of the legend also state that there was a subsequently... A, sub, whoa. There was subsequently an attempt by local clergymen to exorcise the creature from the Pine Barrens. You know, the other thing I was thinking with the... Like, if anybody's actually seen the original Rosemary's baby... Because there was a remake, I didn't see it. But um, the original Rosemary's Baby, the description of what the devil looks like when she thinks she's having that dream 
I mean, it looks like a, I don't even think it really looks like what you would think the devil would look like. It looks more like a creature. Mm -hmm. Like it's got claws and like the cat eyes and like fur. It doesn't even look like. When you think of the devil, well, when I think of the devil, my brain, of course, is like a little red man with little horns and a pitchfork and a forked tail. That's not what the devil looks like. Right, no. The devil looks like Lucifer on the show Lucifer. Yeah. <laughs> Foin. Uh, <laughs> which is Foin. like, god damn. <laughs> like, don't, like, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> You're messing with people. Don't, don't do that. I mean, but it's true. But it, it is true. Prior to the early 1900s, before the series of reported sightings of the creature during 1909, the Jersey Devil was referred to as the Leeds Devil or the Devil of Leeds, which the family, last name Leeds, either in connection with the local Leeds family, Thanks. bitch, I just fucking, I just said that, <laughs> um, or the eponymous southern New Jersey town Leeds Point. Or a eponymous. Can we, can we, whatever. yeah, I was like, I can't, I don't know what that word is. Um, can we talk about the fact that the Jersey Devil and Mothman are both points? Leeds Point, Point Pleasant? The fuck? <laughs> right? The fuck? These point places are like, point! And apparently the, um, now there is one area where I think, I think there's been sightings all over, but I did want to mention with the Leeds, if it doesn't get into this, with the Leeds family, I think where the Leeds house did stand at one time because there's a picture from 1937 where the Leeds house was, but I think now just the found, just like the foundation is there. Oh, not the actual house itself. Cause on that YouTube video I watched, um, where this, uh, son and father saw it, supposedly saw it and got a picture. Um, it was around where the Leeds house was. So that's been another, I, I think, Besides other places, that's been one central area where it's been seen a lot. Huh. And, like, it's in a really bare... Like, there's, there's like, a... What's really crazy is there's, like, a dirt road near there where people have seen, like, hoof prints. Like, where why would there, like, randomly be hoof prints out in the middle of... But I mean, like bipedal hoof right, prints, no. so it's like you really fucked up. Like, why? Like, why would they be way out in the middle of this dirt road in in the Pine Barrens? Like, for no for no because... reason. <laughs> now they have been faked. We'll get into that. That's you know, of which you, you always have those stories, you know, where people will make fake footprints and and shit. Bigfoot. That's that's been. Oh done. yeah, absolutely. So yeah, you have people that do that. Of course you have people that do that, because you have people that want to ruin all the fucking fun. Yes. Mother Leeds has been identified by some as Deborah Leeds, on grounds that Deborah Leeds has been Jaffet Leeds. I was going to say Jaffet. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, named 12 children in the will he wrote during 1736, which is compatible with the legend. Deborah and Jaffet Leeds also lived in the Leeds Point section of what is now Atlantic Country, New Jersey, which is commonly in the, the location of the Jersey Devil story. Now that's more in the northern. So even though the Pine Barrens is in the southern part of New Jersey, where the um, where Leeds Point is, it's actually at the top of where the Pine Barrens starts. So it's almost like the northern most northern point of uh, point of the Pine Barrens. Yeah. 
Brian Regal, a historian of science at Keene University, theorizes that the story of Mother Leans, rather than being based on a single historic person, historical person, originated from colonial southern New Jersey religio-political disputes. Did I say Ooh, that right? That word. Yeah. About as best as you can. <laughs> that became the subject of folklore and gossip among the local population. <laughs> Sorry. According My pants are falling down. Oh, you were sitting on your lighter. Jesus. <laughs> According to Regal, folk legends concerning these historical disputes evolved, evolved through the years and ultimately resulted in the modern popular legend, <laughs> legend of the Jersey Devil during the early 20th century. Regal contends that colonial area... Why? Colonial era, political intrigue involving early New Jersey politicians, Benjamin Franklin, and Franklin's rival almanac publisher, Daniel Leeds, resulted in the Leeds family being described as monsters. And it was Daniel Leeds' negative description of the Leeds devil rather than any actual creature that created the later legend of the Jersey devil. Okay, now that's crazy. I've never heard that one. Right? Like, that Benjamin Franklin could possibly be the reason why there's a... Jersey of course it's fucking Benjamin Franklin. Look, y'all. Have you heard the shit that came out about Benjamin Franklin? That house he had over in England, they found all those dead bodies? And you know he slept with a lot of prostitutes. A lot of prostitutes. And he had illegitimate child, supposedly, probably. Anyway. Hundred dollar bills, y'all. Hundred dollar bills. Much like the mother leads of New Jersey devil myth, Daniel Leeds' third wife had given birth to nine children. A large number of children, even for the time. Leeds' second wife and first daughter had both died during childbirth as a royal survivor surveyor with strong allegiance to the British crown. Think Lois and Clark. Surveyor. If people don't know what a surveyor is. I just <laughs> I was just thinking, like, there's somebody out there that's not going to know what a surveyor is. I'm over here like, survivor? No. <laughs> with, Get off the island. No, <laughs> I mean, I was going, I'm a survivor. <laughs> Stupid ass show. I'm not gonna give up. I've literally never seen one goddamn episode. I'm not. I watched the first season, I think, with my parents and never watched it again. I, I just, it, it didn't, it didn't. No, and it's not real. It's not real. Um, so as a royal surveyor with strong allegiance to the British crown, Leeds had also surveyed and acquired land in the Egg Harbor era. Area. Located within the Pine Barrens, the land was inherited by Leeds' sons and family and is now known as Leeds Point. One of the areas in the Pine Barrens currently most associated with the Jersey Devil legend and alleged Jersey Devil sightings. I don't know why I'm so out of breath right now. <laughs> it's like, are you going to be okay? I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Starting in the 17th century, English Quakers established settlements in southern New Jersey, the region in which the Pine Barrens are located. Daniel Leeds, a Quaker and prominent person of pre-revolution colonial southern New Jersey, became ostracized by his Quaker congregation after his 1687 publication of almanacs containing astrological symbols and writings. Leeds' fellow Quakers deemed the astrology and these alman almanacs as too pagan or blasphemous, and the almanacs were censored and destroyed by the local Quaker community. <laughs> the beginning of the witch triumphs. I'm just kidding. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Goddamn. I didn't even realize that. In response to, and in spite of his censorship, Leeds continued to publish even more... Esoteric. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Astrological Christian writings and became increasingly fascinated with Christian occultism, mysticism, 
cosmology, demonology, angelology, and natural magic. Yeah, and see, that's that's kind of more of what um, I study and more of what I believe in. You get into Christian occultisms and mysticisms, and it's actually pretty cool. Absolutely, it's. Cool. I also wish alchemy was a real thing. It is in Skyrim, bitch. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> the Viking, the Viking. I was like, I might start playing Skyrim. God damn it. Bitch, let me tell you something. <laughs> don't get don't me start. started. No, I won't be that. You're like, don't do it. <laughs> That's number five in my faves. I fucking love Skyrim. You can be a werewolf. You can be a vampire. What? You can become part of a cult. I could be a werewolf. You can be a part of multiple that cults. That practices alchemy. Yes, you can. And guess who I am? I'm a werewolf that practices alchemy. Oh, I didn't know one. My main... So okay. I started out as... I am a dark elf. I practice, My biggest thing is magic, and I'm a werewolf. This bitch over here going, Dova King! Dova King! <laughs> I really am! I'm like... <laughs> Um, Might start playing. I don't know. In the 1690s, after his almanacs and his writings were further censored as blasphemous or her, her, heretical, I kind of want to go heretical. I I know. And right? I was like, like ah, that sounds kind of funny. I love <laughs> that people still like to listen to us when I can't read. <laughs> By the Philadelphia Quaker meeting, Lees continued to dispute with the Quaker community, converting to. I'm like, wait, where is that word? Angelic and I'm putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable is what's happening. That's actually what's happening. Hold please. Um Angelican. Angelicanism. There we go. There you go. Oh fuck. I know it's guys, some of these episodes are literally like hooked on phonics. Okay. I am hooked on phonics. <laughs> Bitch, I walk around being the embodiment of hooked on phonics. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. And publishing anti-Quaker tracts, criticizing Quaker theology, and accusing Quakers of being anti-monarchists. In the ensuing dispute between Leeds and the Southern New Jersey Quakers over Leeds' accusations, Leeds was endorsed by the much maligned, maligned. British royal governor of New Jersey, Lord Cornbury. <laughs> if you have the name Cornbury, you're lame as fuck. Despised among the Quaker communities. Leeds also worked as a counselor to Lord Cornbury. About this time. <laughs> Apparently Lord Cornberry was a cross-dresser, too. <laughs> you I'm know, sorry, I didn't mean to throw it. <laughs> you know, I, I appreciate that, Mr. Cornberry. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do, too. Miss, Mr. Cornberry. I kind of I like that, too. Um, Wow. I did not mean to throw that. No, off. I'm glad. I'm very glad you threw that in. There. <laughs> I was just um, like, yo. I'm so sorry. Considering Leeds is a traitor for aiding the crown and rejecting Quaker beliefs, the Quaker Burlington meeting of Southern New Jersey subsequently dismissed Leeds as evil. During 1716, Daniel Leeds' son, Titan Leeds, inherited his father's almanac business, which continued to use astrological content and eventually competed with Ben Frank's. I'm just going to call him Ben Frank. Yeah, popular Poor Richard's Almanac. The competition between the two men intensified when during 1733, Franklin satirically used astrology in his almanac to predict Titan Lee's death on October of that same year. Though Franklin's prediction was intended as a joke at his competitor's expense and a means to boost almanac sales, Titan Lee's was apparently offended at the death prediction 
publishing a public admonition of Franklin as a fool and a liar. In a published response, Franklin mocked Titan Leeds' outrage and humorously suggested that, in fact, Titan Leeds had died in accordance with the earlier prediction and was thus writing his almanacs as a ghost, resurrected from the grave to haunt and torment Franklin. Did Ben Frank burn a motherfucker back in 1733? Was that a 1733 burn? This actually, I was right. He did die, and this is his ghost sent to torment me. What the? think that was a burn that was a 1733 disc this is that was that was pretty dope though that was a pretty dope burn that was that was if i do say so i feel like that was an ashton kutcher burn to flat out say to a motherfucker you know what i was right you did die your ghost just won't get its won't get your name your ghost won't get my name out its motherfucking mouth that's a problem. name out of your mouth. <laughs> Stop. Yo, go. What the hell are you talking exactly. about? <laughs> this is what, that's what this, that's what Ben was basically saying back then. Ben done said. <laughs> um, that was Franklin crazy. continued to jokingly refer to Titan Leeds as a ghost, even after Titan Leeds' actual death during 1738. Damn. Daniel. Ben didn't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> Ben was a savage. savage. Ben was a savage. This is Ben. Oh, you a ghost? I'm a savage. (laughs) Classy. Classy bougie (laughs) ratchet. This is exactly how they would have played it back then. Nostal. (laughs) Why do I see people in like powdered wigs dancing? (laughs) He's like, I'm a savage. Classy bougie ratchet. You're a ghost. <laughs> For real though, that is Listen. You gotta really can't stand a motherfucker to do that even after he's dead. Like you been He don't have no motherfucking respect. He don't Not motherfucking care. At all. Okay, y'all listen. Um <laughs> this paragraph is really hard to get through. Um, so Daniel Leeds' blasphemous and occultist reputation and his pro-monarchy stance and the largely anti-monarchy monarchy too many words in this paragraph, guys. Largely anti-monarchist colonial south of New Jersey combined with Benjamin Franklin's later continuous depiction of Titan Leeds as a ghost may have originated or contributed to the local folk legend of a so-called Leeds devil lurking in the Pine Barrens. This motherfucker said that he was the Jersey devil. Can I just personally say that I think I like this Jersey devil story way better, way better than some 52-year-old lady having a baby that just turned into this a is- thing with wings and a tail and beat some people with its tail and flew out the chimney. Like, I like this story. I like that Ben Franklin burned a motherfucker so bad that since 1738, he's been... Oh my god! I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, rash. That's fucking Fetty Wap. Seventeen shots from thirty-eight. <laughs> I got a Glock in my Rory. That was fucking bitch. Listen. Oh my like, god. Seventeen thirty-eight made me think about Fetty Wap. Goddamn TikTok. I'm sorry. I saw a TikTok earlier. <laughs> <laughs> 
gonna call this episode Ben Franklin is savage as fuck. Ben Franklin is savage as fuck. I literally, guys, I literally knew nothing about this story, and this story is amazing. I want to go with this story. I did not realize Ben Franklin. You know, because this story has oh touched us God. so much, I absolutely believe in the Jersey Devil. I I believe in this one. I believe. I believe this poor. This poor man this, is dead. This is the epitome of the song I'm a Savage. I mean, it really is. It really You're is. You're a ghost, motherfucker! Y'all thought Ben was just out there flying a kite in the fucking lightning storm. Him and his motherfucker was out here. And his little, you know, his <laughs> cotton wig and his, his buckled shoes. Motherfucker was out here roasting, bitches. He's, <laughs> he's like, I got my chicken roasting and I got my... my, my Leads roasting. Do you roast your leads? I roast my leads. I wonder if and these they, are my good deeds. <laughs> I wonder if they had like celebrity roast back then, and like Ben was the host. You need Ben to, would have been the fucking Jeff Ross. You need to watch. <laughs> you need to watch rap battles. Oh, honey, that that goes. Have you watched them? Oh, way back. Are you talking about the the, the YouTube ones, though, yes. where it's like the different characters? Oh, fuck yeah. But I mean, like, there was... Rap battles were a thing years and years and years ago, but I've seen... Oh, I, yeah. They've been around for I've a seen those. I've seen like the Abraham damn near... Lincoln oh, God. I've seen me. damn near all of them. Oh, yeah. Those are perfect. I just, also, I, a very good history lesson. It is. You learn some shit. Legitimately is. You yeah. actually learn some shit. They're funny as hell. But you actually learned some shit too, so I I gave it up. I was like, oh, nice, and they got their facts right. I just want to say that I feel like Benjamin Franklin originated rap battles. (laughs) You can't tell me that bitch wasn't like, okay, motherfucker, now you got my attention. (laughs) Like it was eight mile of that bitch. (laughs) He only had one shot. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Papa Doc. Fucking block. This what out of this podcast is gone. Oh my god! We literally went from Billie Eilish to Savage to fucking Fetty Wap, fucking Eminem. Eminem. Oh my god! I can we literally can just end it right here. Yeah, that is fucking amazing. That well, story. that's it. That's okay. We're done. Oh my god! Story. That was fucking incredible. We're not even done. So during 1728, Titan Leeds began to include the Leeds family crest on the masthead of his almanacs. The Leeds family crest depicted a wyvern, bat-winged, dragon-like, legendary creature. This bitch trying to be the fucking... What's her last name? Targaryen. Um, it almost kind of looks like a griffin to me, though. If it wasn't a dragon. Yeah, if that's it wasn't kind a dragon. Of yeah, like, it's a little probably because it's bipedal. Gryffindor. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I yeah. know what you meant. <laughs> Regal notes that the wyvern on the Leeds family crest is reminiscent of the popular descriptions of the Jersey Devil. The inclusion of his family... Bitch! Your fucking family crest is the Jersey Devil. Like, why that is you, a win. Why would you do that? The inclusion of his family crest on, on Leeds almanacs may have further contributed to the Leeds family's poor reputation among locals. And possibly influence the popular descriptions of the Leeds Devil or Jersey Devil. The fearsome appearance of the quest 
of the Crest's wyvern and the increasing animosity among local South Jersey residents towards royalty, aristocracy, and nobility, with whom family crests were associated, may have helped facilitate the legend of the Leeds devil and association of the Leeds family with devils and monsters. Regal notes that by the late 1700s and early 1800s, the Leeds devil had become a legendary monster or ghost story in the southern New Jersey area. Into the early mid-19th century, stories continued to circulate in the southern New Jersey of the Leeds Devil, a monster wandering the Pine Barrens. An oral tradition of Leeds Devil, monster ghost stories subsequently became established in the Pine Barrens era. Area. What is with me and the words era and area today? I don't understand. I see the word area and I'm like, era. I see the word area and I'm like, area. You're like, no. Areola. Please contain your areola. Although the Leeds Devil legend... Ma'am. <laughs> Will you remember that from the heat? Would you please, remo- would you please remove your finger from my areola? Well, contain your areola. <laughs> I need to watch that like tomorrow. Um, although the Leeds Devil legend has apparently existed since the 18th century... Regal states that the more modern depiction of the Jersey Devil, as well as the now pervasive Jersey Devil name, first became truly standardized in current form during the early 20th century. During the pre-revolutionary period, the Leeds family, who called the Pine Barrens home, soured its relationship with the Quaker majority. The Quakers saw no hurry to give their former fellow religionist an easy time in circles of gossip. His wives had all died, as had several children. His son, Titan, stood by, stood accused by Benjamin Franklin of being a ghost. Fuck. The best story ever. The family crest had winged dragons on it in a time when thoughts of independence were being born. These issues made the Leeds family political and religious monsters. From all this, this is literally the beginning of the Salem Witch Trials. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> because, oh my god. I mean, it's, yeah. Um... From all this, over time, the legend of the Leeds Devil was born. References to the Jersey Devil did not appear in newspapers or other printed material until the 20th century. The first major flap came in 1909. Flap. Flap. That first (laughs) really. It just came right in. Um, It is from these sightings that the popular image of the creature, bat-like wings, horse head, claws, and general general air of a dragon... Became standardized. You know, that is kind of crazy that in the 17th century, it was this, this soured, it was this Leeds family soured relationship, not only with the Quakers, but the son getting, (laughs) getting burned by fucking Benjamin Franklin, how it went from that to like them being not literal monsters, but figurative monsters. And then over the years, literally two more centuries later, this figurative monster, figurative leads monster got turned into a literal monster. And now you have the Jersey devil. Cause really that is interesting. Cause when we went back to that original picture, that picture wasn't published until 1909. Right. Sightings of that Jersey devil creature wasn't until the 19th century. Right. So that's crazy. And that's what most people see. Like if you go back to that, that uh, I think it was only like an hour long, that out that doc on um, 
Discovery, Discovery Plus. Mm -hmm. It didn't talk anything about this. No, not at all. If you see anything, the one on YouTube that I watched was like 40 minutes long. Um, where I said the father and son saw the sighting by the Leeds family house. Settled where at least where the house it kind of, stood. It kind of only They really... only talked about, you only, and I feel like every story I've ever heard about the Jersey Devil is always this Leeds family thing. It's always yeah. Mother Leeds having the 13th child and the 13th child uh, was was a devil, basically. And that either she wasn't meant to have the child or that she actually slept with the devil and, and birthed and birth the child. So it's it's either been one or the other. I've never heard this Benjamin Franklin story before. Like this story, that story's fucking amazing. <laughs> um, many references to a Leeds devil or devil of Leeds appear in earlier printed material prior to the widespread usage of Jersey devil name. During 1859, the Atlantic Monthly published an article detailing the Leeds devil folk tales of popular among Pine Barren residents or Pine Rats. A newspaper from 1887 describes sightings of a winged creature referred to as the Devil of Leeds. Allegedly spotted near the Pine Barrens and well known among the popular populace of Burlington County, New Jersey. Whenever we went near it, it would give a most unearthly yell that frightened the dogs. It whipped at every dog on the place, that thing, said the colonial... Con Did I say that right? Colonel. 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 Wow. <laughs> it's okay. Wow. Why was I having trouble with that word? <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. For a second, I was having trouble with that I was that like, word. colonial? Was like, colonial? I was like, nope, nope, nope. Colonel Mustard. You know what? In our defense, y'all, the English language is stupid. Why is a word spelled C-O-L-O-N-E-L pronounced colonel? <laughs> See, K-E-R-N-E-L is Colonel Cornbury. <laughs> with your dress on. I just pictured a piece of corn with a dress. I, what the fuck? I just pictured a corn cob with a dress on. <laughs> and you've got like some of that potato face, but instead of a potato, it's a piece of corn. And it's like, L is for the way I look. At your titties. But it's cool. <laughs> Y'all, I swear to God, we're not on drugs. Not. I swear. Starbucks and pizza. You can blame it on that. Starbucks and pizza. And yeah. Being high on life. And, and yeah, and life. And it was a fucking day, too. So I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I feel like we've just, like, <laughs> like all the shit from the day just finally left. Gone. And now we can just. Be happy and slap happy. L is for the way I look at your D. That is seriously one of the best TikToks. O if you guys haven't seen is it. is for the only Diddy I see. Look, and, and her girlfriend is hysterically and laughing in the look, background. It didn't have to be a lesbian couple. I think I've said this. Like, I could seriously have seen my husband doing that. Like, it didn't. At your D. It didn't have to be. It, it just. It was perfect. It was the way she said titty. That's really what it was. She was like, and she said it like that. <laughs> um, so it's not a bird or a plane. <laughs> no, it's not a bird or an animal. Hilarious. It's the Leeds devil, according to the description. And it was born over Eversham, Burlington County, a hundred years ago. There is no 
That's what I would have said. Can we stop? <laughs> there is no mistake about it. I never saw the horrible critter myself, but I can remember well when it was roaming around in Evesham Woods 50 years ago. And when it was hunted by men and dogs and shot at by the best marksmen there were in all South Jersey, but could not be killed. There isn't a family in Burlington or any of the adjoining countries that does not know of the Leeds Devil. And it was the bugaboo to frighten children with when I was a boy. Okay, apparently bugaboo is another name for boogeyman. Or yeah, I figured so. Because it had bogey, bogeyman, or bogey, bogeyman. Isn't that the man that comes around when you get too many bogeys in golf? <laughs> I don't even know what a bogey is. <laughs> you don't know what a bogey you is? You can ask my husband. I know what a bogey is. I don't know is. what the fuck. I have no Okay, idea. so you don't, you know what par is? Nope. <laughs> um, so. There are people out there right now, like, Wow, and I'm gonna be like, look, I don't. So when you play, I have you played college basketball to y'all right have now. Have you played putt putt? Yes. Okay, so you know when you get. The I've score also card. played disc golf. So okay, so when you get a scorecard or you go on a hole, it says par three, par oh, four. Okay, so par like when we play disc golf, it's like if it was like a if you par four, it's like you had to have four throws or tries or tries if you had five and you got it in five that is a bogey if it was six that's a double bogey if it was seven that's a triple bogey and after that you're just fucked <laughs> <laughs> um i'd be fucked that's usually <laughs> at least in disc golf so that's yeah. what that's what a bogey is in golf thanks you're welcome and a birdie, if it was a par four. I was like, four, wait, I don't know what a par is. If you get a I par, if it's a par four and you get a three shot, then it's a birdie. If it's a par four and you get a two shot, then it's an eagle. I swear my husband explained this to me like four years ago. If it's ago. a par five and you get it in two shots, it's an albatross. Bitch, I know this shit. I'm going to tell you right now. It's in all four, the birds. In four years, we're going to be having this conversation again. Because I swear, I think like four or five years ago, me and my husband had this thing. All of this to me, and you're like, and, it, and then I'm like, yeah. And five years later, I'm having this exact same conversation. It's so funny. I'm the Okay, moving on. <laughs> we are never gonna get through this fucking podcast. Good lord. Okay, so next is reported counters. I was gonna say I can reported I can reported read. counters. Read on from here. Don't take life for granted. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a moment. I got verklempt. Okay. I'm so sorry. That was my fault. <sighs> no. This is that was like reported counters. Don't Look, take I'm, life for granted. I'm stuck on this Ben Franklin <laughs> Fetty Wap Eminem. Hey, that hey, went all if anybody over the knows place. the guys who do rap battles, I'm gonna need a rap battle between, I, this, between Titan Tides and Benjamin Franklin. Please. So I need somebody to get on that. Toronto. Email them, DM them, do whatever we gotta do. Uh send an airdrop. I don't even know how to do that. But <laughs> let's just fuck DoorDash the idea. Whatever. Let's make that happen, Captain, because I need to see that. Um, so there have been many claims uh, of sightings and occurrences involving the Jersey Devil. According to legend, while visiting the Hanover Millworks to inspect his cannonballs being forged. Commodore Stephen Decanter cited a flying creature and fired a cannonball directly upon it to no effect. 
Um, he was apparently a Commodore in the, during the American Revolution. Uh, Joseph Bonaparte, who was the elder brother of Napoleon, is also claimed to have seen the Jersey Devil while hunting on his Borderton estate uh, around 1820. During 1840, the Jersey Devil was blamed for several livestock killings. Um, I've, I've heard this before. Similar attacks were reported during 1841, accompanied by tracks and screams. In Greenwich, during December of 1925, a local farmer shot an unidentified animal as it attempted to steal his chickens and then photographed the corpse. Afterward, he claimed that none of 100 people he showed it to could identify it. On July 27, 1937, an unknown animal with red eyes was seen by residents of Downington, Pennsylvania, and it was compared to the Jersey Devil by a reporter for the Pennsylvania Bulletin in um, July 28, 1937. It's been the next day. Uh, in 1951, a group of Gibston, Gibstown, New Jersey boys claimed to have seen a monster matching the devil's description. And claims of a corpse matching the Jersey devil's description arose in 1957. That wasn't that long ago. During 1960, tracks and noises heard near May's Landing were claimed to be from the Jersey devil. During the same year, the merchants around Camden offered a $10,000 reward for the capture of the Jersey devil, even offering to build a private zoo to house the creature if it was captured. Yeah. Because I, I figured they're either, it, that's one of two things we're going to want to do, either kill it or put it in a zoo, which is part of the reason when I hear these kind of things, especially when Bigfoot, I'm almost like, you know what? I don't, I don't want anybody to see it really. No, <laughs> that's, he would that's be ultimately a what would happen. Like, I don't, I don't want you to find it. Uh, during the week of January 16th through the 23rd of 1909, newspapers of the time published hundreds of claimed encounters with the Jersey Devil from all over the state. Among alleged encounters publicized that week were claims that the creature had attacked a trolley car in Haddon Heights and a social club in Camden. Police in Camden and Bristol, Pennsylvania supposedly fired on the creature to no effect. Other reports initially concerned unidentified footprints in the snow, but soon sightings of creatures resembling the Jersey Devil were being reported through South Jersey and as far south as Delaware into Western Maryland. The widespread newspaper coverage created fear throughout the Delaware Valley, prompting a number of schools to close and workers to stay home. Vigilante groups and groups of hunters roamed the pines and countrysides in search of the devil. You can see a bunch of fucking idiots just running around about about shooting their goddamn heads off. During this period, it is rumored that the Philadelphia Zoo posted a $10,000 reward for the creature. Uh, the offer prompted a variety of hoaxes, including a kangaroo with artificial claws and bat wings. Yes, yeah, somebody, I actually read this story. Some guy fucking glued wings to a kangaroo. I was like, what the fuck? When you try too hard. Yeah, PETA's and animal animal rights groups would be all over that shit all now. All over it. Fucking do that shit now. Uh, skeptics believe that the Jersey Devil to be nothing more than a creative manifestation of the early English settlers' uh, bogeyman or boogeyman stories created and told by bored Pine Barren residents as a form of children's entertainment. Bitch, I totally read that as... <laughs> Skeptics believe the Jersey Devil to be nothing more than a creative manifestation of early English settlers. <laughs> that's what they were. That's exactly what they were. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. The byproduct of the historical local disdain of the Leeds family, the misidentification of known animals, and rumors based on common negative perceptions of the local rural population of the Pine Barren. So I, I kind of like, I kind of sort of uh, agree that it could possibly be, I like the, 
Now that, again, going back to like Salem, knowing that the ergot poisoning thing was total bullshit and that these were, liz were just like girls that were brought up in extremely religious, uh, extreme, not just religious, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it was just, you, you couldn't, do anything i mean you could do anything except read the bible and it's pray and that was it that was it it's you were cult. you know puritans were yeah that's about as cult. <laughs> pretty damn culty puritans like anything that wasn't from the anything that didn't have to do with the bible or prayer was the devil automatically automatically was the devil so you imagine bored out of their mind impressionable young girls fucking with a, with a complete and total imagination all of a sudden just making up in their heads that they're hearing things and seeing things and this person's a witch and that person's a witch. So I could see that happening with kids back during this time, bored out of their minds, imaginations running wild, growing up in this dense forest and thinking that they're seeing, or again, it could be an unidentified animal that was something completely normal that these bored kids were saying, was a was some winged those you know, crazy of. crazy creature <laughs> or something um the frightening reputation of the pine barrens might uh may indeed have contributed to the jersey devil legend historically the pine barrens were considered inhospitable gangs of highwaymen such as the politically disdained loyalist brigades known as the pine robbers were known to rob and attack travelers passing through the barrens I mean, that right there will cause some crazy folklore if every time you travel through there, you have the potential of getting robbed and attacked. Uh, during the 17 and 1800s, residents of the isolated Pine Barrens were deemed the dregs of out and outcasts of society. So this is, they were nicknamed Pineys. Poor farmers, fugitives, uh, brigades, Native Americans, poachers, moonshiners, runaway slaves, and deserted soldiers. These so-called pineys were sometimes fostered certain frightening stories about themselves and the pine barrens um, to discourage outsiders or intruders from entering the barrens. So, okay. It's a great idea. These people themselves making up this Jersey devil story to keep people the fuck out. That is a great idea. Uh, pineys were further demonized and vilified after two eugenics. Fuck eugenics. After two eugenic studies during the early 20th century, which depicted pineys as congenital <laughs> idiots and criminals and seen in the research performed on the Kalakak family. That was a made up name, by the way, uh, by the piece of shit, Henry Goddard. Um, I'm sorry. Any doctor that was a eugenist, in my opinion, was a piece of shit. So that's neither here nor there. Anything else he did, I really don't give a fuck. Uh, he, it, all of his research is now considered biased and accurate and falsified. No shit. It was completely racist and prejudiced, these studies. Incredibly racist and prejudiced and based on nothing except prejudice. Yep. Stating that because of the way that these people lived and grew up, that they inherited feeble-mindedness, that basically they were stupid just because they didn't live the way anybody else did. Like, it just, it's insane. It's insane the, the the quackery that was allowed back then and that people could just pass as doctors and write whatever the fuck they want. There's a reason and it was just called straight, quackers. And it was just straight up quackery. That's, that's a weird fucking word. Quackery, that is a real word. 
That's a weird, I used to think that was like a, just a made up, like Looney Tunes fucking word. That's a real goddamn word. Like they're just, just, they could flat out just call themselves doctors and sell you snake oil and they were just totally full of shit. I'm also a doctor. I am also a doctor. Um, <laughs> Jeff Brunner uh, of the Humane Society of New Jersey. Now, I've, I've also heard this one, and this one has been brought up on documentaries a lot, that the Jersey Devil has been mistaken, uh, that Sandhill Cranes have been mistaken as Jersey Devils. Those motherfuckers are huge. They are, they are they big are as fuck. Like, I think if I saw one at night and with the wingspan, it would scare the shit out of me. Like, I would probably think that was a Jersey Devil if I didn't know what the fuck it was. Um... And the reason why that's been said, but see, then that wouldn't, that, where would attacks on livestock, like, I don't believe the Sandhill Crane thing, um, just because I don't think it goes along with other things that have been reported with the Jersey Devil, like, it wouldn't make any sense that it would be this bird. No, not at all. Um, you know, but he did mention that there's no photographs, no bones, no hard evidence whatsoever, and worst of all, there's no explanation of its origins that doesn't require belief in the supernatural. Um, like I said the same exact thing about Bigfoot. Yeah, that it's yeah that it's it has more more of its lore and legend and supernatural than anything. Um, outdoorsman and author Tom Brown Jr. spent several seasons living in the wilderness. Uh, he recounts occasions when terrified hikers mistook mistook him as the Ooh, Jersey. I like how you said that. Mistook, mistook. <laughs> uh, after he covered his whole body with mud to repel mosquitoes. Some 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 white dude covered in white <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> uh, medical sociologist Robert Bartholomew and author Peter Hassel cite that the 1909 series of sightings was a classic example of mass hysteria begun by a regional uh, urban legend, which that does happen. Um, one New Jersey group that called themselves the Devil Hunters referred to themselves as official researchers of the Jersey Devil, and they devote time to collecting reports. Visiting historic sites and going on nocturnal hunts in the Pine Barrens in order to find proof that the Jersey Devil does in fact exist. Due in part to the isolation and undeveloped nature, the Pine Barrens have themselves fostered various folk uh, legends. So actually, if you look up other legends associated with the Pine Barrens, um, there's one that's related to possibly the ghost of the pirate Captain Kidd, who supposedly buried his treasure in the Pine Barrens. Um, there's a ghost of a doctor uh, that's... Uh, he was actually a black doctor that was forbidden from practicing medicine due to his race and that he entered the Pine Barrens to practice medicine on the isolated communities and that he was either lost or injured or killed possibly and um, his ghost still haunts the Pine Barrens. Um, there's been black dog legends. Obviously there's many of those throughout the entire world. Um, one of a golden-haired girl that actually, for some reason, terrified me. It's uh, supposedly the spirit of a girl who is said to be staring out into the sea, dressed in white, mourning the loss of her lover. Mm -mm. Also, a white stag. So, a ghostly white deer that travels through the barrens and it actually warns people of danger. Huh. Uh, now, this one I found really interesting, and this was actually mentioned on that documentary. Um, folk tales of blue holes. They're just these clear blue round bodies of water uh, actually found in uh, a couple of different townships in the Pine Barrens. One in particular, you're actually not supposed to swim there, but they don't really enforce it. Uh, but supposedly these blue holes, I think mostly just because of the way they look. I mean, they just look like these perfect blue holes, just circles of water in the middle of these Pine Barrens. 
and actually there's several of them in different in different dense forests like this uh but supposedly they say that that's like a portal way for the jersey devil um writing in jan harold brunvin's american folklore and encyclopedia rutgers professor angus chris uh gillespie called the jersey devil an obscure regional legend for most of its existence and said that after more than 250 years in oral circulation the legend of the jersey devil has many variations gillespie has cited the devil's image as used on t-shirts buttons postcards their their hockey team is the jersey isn't their hockey team I'm pretty jersey sure devil? yeah yeah <laughs> um indications that the most recent hi history of the jersey devil is more in the realm of pop culture than folklore uh, so here's a few ho hoaxes i mentioned about the fake horse hooves Gordon Stein in the Encyclopedia of uh, Hoaxes, uh, which was written in 1993, noted that the alleged footprints during 1909 did resemble horse hoofs. A man later admitted that those were faked. Uh, Jeff Tibbles in the World's Greatest Hoaxes book, which came out in 2006, claimed that Norman Jeffries was involved in hoaxing the Jersey Devil. Uh, Norman Jeffries is a publicist for the Philadelphia's Arch Street Museum, and he is a renowned hoaxer. He was well aware of the stories about the Jersey Devil, so when the museum profiteer T.F. Hopkins admitted that it was in danger of closure unless Jeffries came up with something to boost attendance, the publicist decided that a captive Jersey Devil would be an ideal crowd pleaser. Um, okay, yeah, so, okay, so this is the guy in 1909 that did this. He took a... A friend of his by the name of Jacob Hope, it was this guy, yeah, who was who happened to be an animal trainer, bought a kangaroo, glued fake wings and claws to it, and then declared to the public that they had captured the Jersey Devil and displayed it at a museum. Twenty years later, Jeffries admitted that it was a hoax. Wow. I'm pretty sure people brought people back then even I mean, glue is not you can see fucking glue like i'm pretty sure people. clear glue probably wasn't a thing back then like it is now yeah because clear I'm, glue is to the point where it dries you can't see it but i feel like that was probably not a thing in 1909 if people <laughs> looked close enough i i would think that they could see that clearly it was it was glued on um uh so real quick yeah so uh <laughs> I was like, I caught, I looked real quick as I was scrolling down, and it is the ice hockey team was named the Jersey Devils. Um, in Man and Beast, an American comic legend, folklorist Richard Dorson outlines a six-point criteria for establishing distinction among legendary creatures of American folklore. While the Jersey Devil was not expressly cited by Dorson, it nevertheless qualifies for the same level of relevance. Dorsey spec Dorson, sorry, specifies that the qualifier must exist in oral tradition, inspire belief and conviction become personalized and institutionalized, is fanciful or mythical, and contains a comical side which endears it to the American public. I'd say the Jersey Devil pretty much fits all of those. Oral traditions of the Jersey Devil well predate printed newspaper accounts and belief in its existence by many is still ongoing. Like I told you, that video on YouTube, that was like, that was 2018. It was two years ago that they said that they saw sightings. Three. Or three years ago, that's right. We are in it's okay, I'm stuck in 2020 in my head too. <laughs> the latter is made evident not only by uh, commentators who elaborate on this possibility, but even by investigative programs such as Mother Leads 13th Child, In Search of Monsters, the show Lore, and the show Monsters and Mysteries in America. Yo, Monsters and Mysteries in America is a great show. show. I love that show. Likewise, as, fixtures, uh, as a fixture of organizations, it is the namesake of, oh, oh, not one, but two professional ice hockey teams. The first of the Eastern Hockey League Jersey Devils played from 1964 until that league folded 
1973. The second, which we know now as the New Jersey Devils, uh, they're a National Hockey League and they have played since 1982. Uh, the current team was formerly known as the Colorado Rockies and their name was chosen by a poll shortly after the team relocated to New Jersey. This same trend uh, towards cultural incorporation is further exemplified by the Jersey Devils appropriation in toy lines, such as his inclusion as a vinyl figure in Cryptozoic Entertainment's Crypti Crypticans blind box, as well as its proposed application as a motif. Uh, six, oh yeah, there is, I read about this too. Apparently there's going to be a roller coaster called the Jersey Devil Coaster. Hold on. Um, is there a figure series of cryptids or apparently it's 2019 they they built it apparently there is and i didn't know anything about this they're called cryptkins didn't know anything about this um moreover the jersey I'm devils, like, excuse i know more, moreover the jersey devil's fanciful mythical nature is explored in the numerous works of fantasy it makes an appearance in the x-files um there's a video game called jersey devil the wolf among us 13 child tmnt Oh my god, There's they're a baby. so cute. There's a baby Cthulhu. Look at the Nessie. Look at go. Oh my god, no, I wish I would have looked at these. So guys, look up Cryptkins in case you didn't know the that there were little baby cryptids toys. The cheaper couple. Oh Apparently Hot Topic sells them, I think. Um, I'm, I'm just, so sorry, they're so I know, I'm trying to get through this. I'm it's sorry. Gonna be, it's going to be 8 o'clock in my five minutes um the real adventures of johnny quest that is such an old show uh oh the barons God, yeah, that movie we mentioned uh carney night of the jersey devil legend quest um i just found out there was a jersey devil video game so i was like all right take that with you um that's cool as shit i didn't even know that so yeah that's it for oh the jersey yeah the devil. wolf among us i forgot about that that's a video game that's too. a game too yeah so yeah it's been in video games Movies. Jersey Devil is like Bigfoot. Everybody fucking know Mothman. Everyone knows. That's why I said I was shocked we hadn't done an episode <sighs> about it yet. But, you know, as far as cryptids go, I thought, man, we gotta talk about the Jersey Devil. I am so fucking glad we did, especially after that fucking Listen, Ben Franklin story. That Ben Franklin That shit. is the greatest thing I have ever heard. I fucking love that story. That is amazing. I'm gonna need some more. I'm gonna need some more info about that. Like, and I'm gonna need them to. I'm. I'm gonna need to see that in like a movie. Like I said, or... that rap battle would be perfect for that. That would be absolutely perfect. It would. For that. It would be pretty amazing. I'm it still burping. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I just. I feel bad. Oh my god. So I was just looking at something. So when when Benjamin Franklin. Uh, When he predicted his death, this is how, like, this is how accurate his prediction was. He said it would be on October 17th, 1733 at 3.29 p.m. at the very instant of the conjunction of the sun and Mercury. The Mercury's in Gatorade. Bitch, he puts you Mercury dying. <laughs> puts you dying in Mercury. <laughs> Mercury's in Gatorade. And this panorama... <laughs> oh my god it's That's... literally just like and apparently this announce this fake announcement of him dying is in a museum it was called the titan leeds hoax <laughs> this poor fucking guy, this guy... Just... wow 
This is the story. I gotta feel bad for Titan Leeds. Like, you didn't really do anything except, like, try to stand up for your dad and your family. And Ben Frank is like, fuck you. Like, this all on you. This all on your leaves. It's my block, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're a ghost. Okay, damn. Oh my god, damn. Oh my goodness. Okay, that was amazing. That was amazing. That was fun. That was so much fun. I I don't believe in the Jersey Devil, but no. I believe there is something. No. That's no. killing what's what the fuck's killing the livestock? And what are people still seeing after That's what all I'm saying. this time? What are they, what, what's happening? I think it's more paranormal. Yeah, probably. That's what I believe with Mothman. Yeah, I do too. I don't think it's anything. Have you heard that? Okay, we saw this on, uh, since we've done a Mothman episode before, and this is kind of relevant um, to the same story. We watched uh, Mysteries at the Museum as another great mm-hmm. show on Discovery+. Plus. Uh What's that guy's name? Don Richmond? I think that's who it is who hosts that. Um, yeah, he's, I, I fucking love that show. Uh, they were talking about, I think, during the Vietnam War, when that area in Point Pleasant, they were doing a parachute drop training at night. And they were showing, they were saying that um, a lot of sightings of Mothman could have been these paratroopers with night yeah, vision goggles. And their parachutes. And when they showed what they looked like, I thought, holy Jesus. At night. Like, if you didn't know that was going on. If you didn't know what that was, I would think that was a fucking Mothman. I mean, it looked like it. Like, Mm -hmm. the way if the parachute behind them holding it up, it looks like fucking wings. And those giant fucking uh, night vision goggles look like big glowing. Because, like, I could never... That was the one thing with, with a lot of Mothman sightings. And this would kind of... If it was around Vietnam, this would be around the same 60s, 70s when a lot of those sightings were seen. Um, because they would say that that spot where the uh, munitions factory was, people would go right. there like a lover's lane type thing. Um, I could never understand the glowing red eyes thing. There you go. That's exactly what the fuck it looked like. Every depiction I've seen of a Mothman, that's exactly what the fuck it looked like. I said, that had to have been what people were seeing. It had to have been. And it's so easy to doctor photos now. Like, I think if you guys look, there was one, God, there's one that went around that was supposedly the Jersey Devil that looked fake as I know which one you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Like a black pony with wings on it. (laughs) I was like, black beauty. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, what the, this is, and there's, there's been Mothman ones that have been faked. It's so easy in the age of technology that we have now. It is so easy to fake things like that, that that makes it even harder. And it's harder. so easy to make it look so fucking so real. real. So, you can fucking put your face Dude, they can do deep on fakes. someone else's face. Deep fakes have been around and for the last like, like three, four years. And it's just getting better and better and better. That shit freaks me the fuck out. No, but thank you. Um, yeah, I don't. I I'm so I'm with you. Uh, pretty much in the same way I feel about Mothman. I don't think that they're that they're a physical creature by any means. I don't at all. Um, honestly, because there would be something you would find something. There would be. I mean, even with the Bigfoot stories, you found there's been hair. There's been stuff that's been 
tested that that can't they don't it has no Hair known origin it has no anything. known origin so like that gives more credence in believing the bigfoot story there's fucking nothing with mothman or, or jersey devil did you um, see the, the the scales oh yeah i forgot <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't think it's Yeah, no, real. there's nothing. No, I, I definitely think it's I think they're, supernatural. Like I said, they're seeing something, but it's it's not that exact to a T creature. Um, there was one thing on that on that YouTube thing that I watched where they were saying that they believe it's demonic because people have shot, like, people, this, uh, the dad was saying that, uh, he's known of people that have actually shot it, like, known that they didn't miss it that they shot right at it and it still flew away and still got away so they think it's demonic that it might actually be a demon and that's why people have never been able to capture it or or kill it even if they've made like a point i mean that one story that uh that um commander shot a fucking cannonball at it and that didn't fucking kill it, it it's if it if it is anything that actually exists i'm more apt to believe that it's supernatural along right along with wendigos and skinwalkers yeah they exist but they're not of this world also that leads this that leads family legend is just crazy to me yeah that's the insane. whole thing with the quakers and benjamin and frank <laughs> that story if anything this podcast was absolutely incredible just to fucking and i hope you guys loved it too because Please, if you guys, actually, I would love to know if anybody knew that story. If you guys want to, like, DM us or send an email, obviously, we always give the info at the end of every episode. Like, please, if anybody, I did not know that story. Not a clue. And I feel like I've heard so much shit about the Jersey Devil, and I knew, all I ever knew about the Leeds family yep. was Mother Leeds, the 13th child, and that was it. That's all I ever knew. Yeah, please, if anybody knows that story, please, I had no fucking clue, no clue. about that story. Even shit that's come up with Benjamin Franklin, I've never, because I've always known about the almanac. Right. That's been like the other thing about him I've always known is the almanac. I've, I've bought those almanacs. I mean, they still sell them to this day, and they're pretty, pretty fucking accurate. Um, but yeah, that, that fucked me up. That story was amazing. It if was. not for anything, that story. <laughs> if not for anything, Benjamin Franklin is a fucking savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. I'm just picturing this man in like buckled shoes and like a long trench coat and like Quaker fucking hair. All the women are in these. And they're like big hoop skirts and buckled. I'm bodices and shit and all the bonnets. Classy bullshit. Love it. That was amazing. Oh, my stomach it's a hurts. Funny ass episode. This was great. I haven't laughed that hard in a while. We needed it today. Oh, we needed it. I hope you guys needed it too. This was fun. Well, my dudes, that concludes our episode on the Jersey Devil. Yeah. And I will let Becky destroy destroy. <laughs> I will let Becky announce. Destroy you? No. I will let Becky destroy. Um, I don't even know why the word destroy came out. That could be one of two things. Uh, <laughs> I want you to step on my face. No. <laughs> um, 
announce next week's episode. Yes. Uh, we are going to be discussing the Ketty Cabin murders, guys. I was talking to Casper, and I was telling her that I feel like we... Now, we have touched on serial killers where they have had victims that have still not been identified. I think Gacy has had some, uh, Bundy that have still been on, uh, victims that have still not been identified, but we have never done any murders that are unsolved. Cold cases. I, guys, we're going to start digging more into these because there are a lot of them and I these fucking love cold cases. I feel like that was one of the first things that really got me in to true crime stuff was cold cases because there are tragically i mean it's fucking awful there's it's actually terrifying how many of them there are to think that someone could murder like whole families and get away with it and get away with it never got caught never ever ever got caught that's why you know i always find solace in things like when the you know when that samuel little guy was arrested when the gold state killer was arrested you're like finally Finally, these families have closure that these people were finally caught. But um, the Ketty Cabin murders actually popped up on my radar because I've mentioned them before, Mile Higher podcast, where they do a variety of different topics, uh, conspiracy theory stuff, true crime, um, uh, aliens, all kinds of stuff. They did an episode about it, and I was completely fascinated also the movie the strangers was possibly loosely based on this yep. on this uh particular so you're gonna unsolved. watch it no i'm not <laughs> no i, I love motherfucking so not especially now yeah it was a, a mother children murdered in a cabin in the 70s um still unsolved and uh, you know the name of the really, main really woman is crazy. It is a really crazy, crazy case. There's been leads. There's been so many different speculations. And um, yeah, we're going to start. We are definitely going to start bringing more true crime uh, episodes that revolve around unsolved cold cases because those are just really fascinating to uh, both of us. So that's next week. The Ketty Cabin murders. So saddened. Are we saddened? We're saddened. Yeah, it's not... You know, we always try to make those ones, we kind of try to throw a few yeah. things in there to lighten it up, but that's why we wanted to bring on the funny with this one, because next week's going to get a little heavy, so. Yeah, we went from, like, heavy with last week with the Cecil to funny, so we're getting right back into heavy again. Heavy again. So. Again. Again. All right, my dudes. You know how we do. We got those socials. We got that Facebook. We got that Twitter. And we got that Instagram. Don't fuck with the original. Do us a follow. And make sure you subscribe and listen to... Listen. Subscribe. Listen. Listen. <laughs> subscribe and follow us and like us on Insta... Wow. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, all the fun stuff. Of course, our email is dfwto8493 at gmail.com. If you have any questions or concerns, shoot us over an email or just want to say hey or whatever you want to do. Also, be looking for tomorrow's movie review, Oculus One, and I'm shocked about that for some reason. I kind of figured, um, you know, I don't even know what I thought would win that one. Definitely not Oculus, though. Um, so. That's I'm, the one that won? Yeah. Damn. Okay. That movie's 
fucking amazing. It, it, it is. It really is. So make sure to be looking out for that tomorrow, guys. Again, have a great week. Check out um, the bath, the new bath bombs for some calmings. Yes. Calm your body down on Etsy. And make sure to check me out on Twitch, Chucky Side Chick. Chucky Side Chick on YouTube as well to check out my old streams. We'll see you guys later. Have a good week. Be safe. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.